Why Watch That is a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. Why watch that sneak peek? Well, well, look here. We have a sneak peek for you. A new movie coming out. Hmm. I got a chance to see it at TIFF. Thank you, TIFF. You got a chance to see it in a theater in New York. (laughs) And it's called Ford versus Ferrari. Yes. It's that new Matt Damon movie, Christian Bale movie. Yeah, that's what they're calling it. <laughs> when people talk about, oh, the new Matt Damon movie. I'm thinking oh. there are a lot more people uh, connected to this, namely James Mangold. You know James. James James pretty much has had his hand in a lot of hits, such as Logan. We won't talk about the Wolverine. But um, <laughs> Girl Interrupted, <laughs> etc. Namely, Logan is his, his hit, you know, uh, his latest hit. It's written by now. Get ready for this name because I I really really want to meet this guy, Jez Butterworth. Isn't that a great name, Jez? Mm-hmm. Um, and assumably his kin, <laughs> brother, cousin, who knows? John Henry mm-hmm. uh, Butterworth, as well as Jason Keller. Now the cast I already alluded to. Matt Damon is starring in it. Christian Bale. But did you know that? Uh, John Berthal is in it, and Josh Lucas is in it, and did you know Tracy Letts <laughs> is in it as well? And then we have a um, familiar face from Outliner, Outlander, Catriona uh, uh, Balf is also in it, or Balfe. I don't know if she's Italian. Um, yes, Balf. Mm-hmm. Balf. The thing is, this cast looks great. The question is. Is this going to be worth your $15? Hmm. So, it's for the Ferrari, right? That's the name of it. So, we know we're dealing with car companies, right? But how? Well, if you've seen the commercials, you know. This ain't, you know, just driving down the street and enjoying yourselves. <laughs> Not this the is Ferrari. competitive <laughs> racing. Well, yeah, well, some some people do. <laughs> Not in LA, so, put it that way. <laughs> so this is competitive racing. That was just that's what this is about. But you're going Ford? Huh? And this is not NASCAR. This is Le Mans in France. Okay. Now, here's where we start. We have Matt Damon playing Carol Shelby. He's one of the greatest racers in history. And we see essentially his last time racing. And, you know, he's personable. The people love him. All this kind of stuff. Fanfare and so on and so forth. But why can't he race anymore? He gets some devastating news, which changes his career. He won he, Le Mans. We have to say that. He, he, he won Le Mans. Yeah. That's right. So he won all of that. Look, he's lauded, applauded, praised, loved. But he has to change what he's oh. doing. Yeah. He stays in the business. 
But now he has his own auto body shop. He sells cars. And he has an understanding of cars that many do not. Keep that in mind. He also has an understanding of race car drivers. In particular, the one played by Christian Bale, Ken Miles. Now, he's a World War II vet. He's British. He lives in the States. He's got a wife. He's got a son. His wife is played by Katrina Balfe from Outlander, as you said. His son is played by Noah Jupe, who's in Honey Boy right now. Yeah, he is. Okay. Now, this is a a closely knit family. And he and his wife, they have a particular relationship. They don't hold back. I'll put it that way. And the thing about Ken is, he's a character. Everything you think of when it comes to Carol Shelby, he's not as a person. As a driver, yes. As a person, no. There is a situation that presents itself where Ford is not quite doing so well. They want to sell more cars. And somebody in their boardroom has an idea. His name is Lee Iacocca. Now, you might be going, I've heard that name before. Yes, it's him. Yeah, you have. And he's played by John Bernthal. At the moment, he's the head of marketing. And he goes, let's look at what Ferrari did. Let's mimic what they did at Le Mans. And everybody in the room is like, what are you talking about? I.e. Josh Lucas's character. Okay, Leo Beebe. He's like, uh, our toilet paper, and what we spend on toilet paper costs more than what they spend on cars, their whole budget. And you know, Lee Iacocca's like, yeah, but people want to be in a Ferrari. Look at the marketing. Look at how people think of them. Nobody thinks of Ford this way. So push comes to shove, and the head of Ford, who's the grandson of Henry the Ford himself, Henry the Ford II, played by Tracy Letts, says, okay, let's do it. So they go to Carroll Shelby. Hey, let's get this thing going. Carroll Shelby goes, look, what you really need to do is go to this guy, Ken Miles. Now people are like, well, he has a reputation. Yeah, well, he's worth it, he's worth it. So what do you think happens? Well, over the course of this movie, things start to come to fruition. First of all, can Ford buy Ferrari? That would be one way to do it. Or will they have to beat them at their own game? Hmm? And what's going on with Ken? What in particular is going on with Ken versus Leo Beebe, played again by Josh Lucas? What's that relationship? And what in the world is Henry the Ford II thinking? He's thinking one thing in one moment, another thing in another. No. He's telling people, I'm the boss, and then he gives the keys to somebody else. I mean, this man needs to make up his mind. Yeah, he does. And in the end, you know what happens. You know we get to that big race. We know it's Ford v. Ferrari. If you don't know your history, you don't know the outcome. And then here's another question. What happens after that race? And here's a meta question. Exactly how many verses do we have in this movie? <laughs> what do you think, Ref? Do you want to review first or should I? Well, if you really want my off-the-cuff thoughts, you can oh. always go to our um, YouTube channel. I was able to review it in full. You know exactly what I thought after I left the theater <laughs> um, to see it. But I will say this. You, we were talking earlier, talking about other race movies. 
And when you see a V, when you see the word Ford versus Ferrari, I think, um, you know, John Bernthal's character is right. There's a feeling that comes with Ferrari, fast, luxury, you know, swag, that kind of thing. And Ford is more dependable, reliable, family-oriented. And when you put them versus one another, oh, you think you're about to go on some serious, crazy, wild roller coaster ride. And the fact of the matter is, we don't in this movie. There are, like I said before, some race scenes. There are three in total. Uh, well, four if you count the beginning scene. And the last two, I would say, were well shot. It was thriving. I was excited. It felt good. The music was great. Everything seemed to lock into place. But then you have all the space in between the races. And it's a lot of space. And what we ultimately have here is a story about an outsider, Christian Bale, who's connected somehow to a greater purpose, so he speaks, so he thinks, Ford, winning this race for America, even though he's English. And the question is, at the end of this experience, what did I just see? What was I what was I supposed to root for? Who was I supposed to root for? Who's the bad guy? Who's the good guy? Who who makes off the best in this movie? Who doesn't? Who gets away with it? I, you know, it's it was a lot of ingredients and I'm not sure if it all meshed well together. Like I said in the early review, shave off the last 20 minutes of the movie. And I think it would have been tighter if we would have just ended with the race. But instead, we go two extra scenes, lengthy, big scenes, that I feel, to be honest with you, as I said, Oscar bait. It was There's a, a dramatic scene at the end where someone cries and someone vows to do this and that and someone tries to make amends and, you know, say how important someone is. And, and you're just sort of like, eh, I don't know if I needed this, but... I will say that Christian Bale and Matt Damon and especially Tracy Letts did an exceptional job. Uh, 15 bucks. It depends. Do you feel like uh, going for a ride or not? Mm. Yeah, the end. Ooh, it was unfortunate Um, because they really built up to something by that point. And then it's kind of like, really? You you showing this like this is yeah. what you, this is text on the screen, right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, now, before that, I will say the first half of the movie, I was watching it going urgency. Now, in the race scenes, yeah, that's there early on. But here's my point: Who am I supposed to root for, and why? It wasn't crystal clear all the time in the beginning. While when you get to halfway through and start moving forward, it becomes very clear what we're rooting for, what we're going for. And that contrast to me was the story of this movie. It's really a movie of two minds. It's trying to do this history thing, but then it's also trying to be a racing movie. Yeah. If you look at what uh, was done in Rush, which was directed by Ron Howard, I I have to contrast here because it's similar. It's about racing. And it's the same kind of race. 
And Rush, I never had the feeling where I was like, what am I rooting for? What's at stake? Really? Just clearly done. Now, is it here in Ford v. Ferrari early? Yes, it's just like, it's just not crystal clear. You've got to be this way if you're going to make a racing movie and get my pulse to race along with it. Now, as you said, we have some standout performances, especially Tracy Letts in one scene. Like, there's one uh-huh. scene. And that was the one scene in the middle of the movie where I went, here we are. Now we have it. And it's between him and Matt Damon. And there is something clearly at stake. Yeah. And it goes right into the driving. That is when this movie is at its best. When it has the stakes, the story, and the actual action working together. And like you said, we needed more of that. I mean, of course, the big race is thrilling. But I will tell you, that one scene with Matt Damon and Tracy Letts in the car, my mouth went dry. What didn't you want the whole movie to be like that as far as the driving going? That's my whole point, right? Because it's not just what we see. It's our understanding of what we're seeing. Yeah. It's knowing this is on the line. If he doesn't get him to agree in this scene, it's over. So then you put him in a car with him driving and Tracy Letts is going, ah, you know. That is it. Yeah. And they were just wasting too much time because they weren't clear, the writers, I'm saying. They were not clear on the story they were telling. You can tell from the beginning. They were trying to find it. They needed to clean that up. And again, we didn't need the ending. We didn't need to see it. No. Because we know what's going to happen. We know. And it was awkward. So it's like a weird way to end after you actually found yourself halfway through the movie. So are you going to go to a movie theater to see this? That's up to you right do you are you a race car fan kind of thing maybe you should does it look great yeah but so did rush also by the way if you really want to know what's going on with this kind of thing i always recommend senna s-e-n-n-a a documentary it might still be on netflix now which is about a real guy who did this and you can contrast for uh the ferrari versus that and rush and come up with your own conclusion. You know what? I'm For not even going to mm-hmm. I'm not even going to go bad heady. You can watch Days of Thunder and be all right. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> You'll be all right. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. So yeah, but again with the Le Mans that whole thing we have other examples and and if you're going to make this kind of movie, you can't just say we have Matt Damon and Christian Bale. You've got to give them something to actually do. They were doing more than was called for by the script. Yeah, this comes out in um, theaters everywhere. I'm pretty sure you're not going to be able to miss a theater and it not be there. So it'll be there on the 15th. The question is, are you going to venture out and go see it? Or are you going to save up all your money and go during Thanksgiving and see all the other stuff? Well, (laughs) I don't know. It's on. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea, and we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.